There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. Well, hello, everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. My co-host is DJ Sugar Shane. How are you doing today, uh, Shane? Doing good. How about you, man? I'm doing okay. Just let everybody know that uh, we are live. If you've never heard our podcast before, we are initially live on Mondays at 10 p.m., and then on Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, 24 hours a day, the podcasts are available on demand. Now, you can follow us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. The link to the uh, Spreaker show called The Sanctuary of Sweet Truth is right in the bio. We tweet out updates and all other kinds of good stuff. You're welcome to tweet us. We generally respond, I would say, to most of the tweets, unless you're going to be mean. We don't do that. If you're <laughs> going to uh, say something rotten, we'll just ignore you. How's that sound? Uh, but otherwise, I, I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it's very seldom productive, I have found. It isn't. It isn't productive. You're true. It, it, that is true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's not to say we can't be criticized. I mean, I'm all I'm all for getting criticized, but if you're going to call me, you know, all kinds of names and everything, well, yeah, that's that's for the birdies. Now, before we get started, you have something that you want to talk about, so go right ahead. I just wanted to mention, man, we got to start drawing a line with this, uh, and this may have been one of your stories, and I'm not trying to steal it, but I just had to bring it up. Now they're saying Stan Lee the creator of the Marvel Universe for comic books, is involved with some women charges. <laughs> I, 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 this is a 95-year-old man that just lost his wife. Ain't going to live much longer. And I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, but this is my opinion, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And if it offends any women out there or men, whatever the case may be, it's not the, it's not the case. I think what we did is we started out with something that might have been legit, but it's become a damn rolling snowball. 
and it's going downhill. And I'm beginning to wonder if these women aren't just thinking back to when they were in the room with these people and started making up some shit in order to get some money. And I don't oh, mean that. My. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But it's it's <laughs> awful fucking funny now how all of them are coming out of the fucking woodwork, man. I heard James Franco today. He's been yep. charged. He's been. Told, I got that lined up. Yeah, I, I that mean, that does not surprise me. But go it, ahead. It doesn't surprise me. I don't really know that he's a womanizer. I would say I don't know his personal life per se, but it doesn't really surprise me that he would do it to a, to a degree. But still, and yet. You're going to have to give me some evidence. Ain't nobody had any evidence yet of any hardcore nature as far right. as I'm concerned. It's all yeah. been he said, she said. I was in the room with them. No fucking witnesses nowhere. And I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying maybe, maybe, maybe every one of these fucking happened. I don't know. But I, just think, it, but I just think it's kind of fucking odd. That they're all coming out now, you know. I, I mean, it's not like one; it's like you know, four or five a fucking week. It seems like now. Yeah, and it's getting a little bit ridiculous. Well, Stanley, <laughs> I before we go on and and uh, well, you know, <laughs> you're digging me in a hole before I even get started here. <laughs> the uh, uh, before everybody gets all upset. I can't speak for Shane, but I, I would have to say that most of these allegations that I have heard are pretty credible. And most of the time, whatever they're up against has to be pretty strong because a lot of them aren't even denying it. They're not even fighting it. No, you're right. Most of them just apologize. Matt Lauer didn't. Uh, Kevin Spacey said, some, I don't know, it was some weird thing that he said, but it wasn't, uh, I didn't do it. Um, of course, Weinstein is up to his neck. He he might be facing criminal charges, from what oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, what he did was technically rape. I I uh, um I would have to say that uh, one of the reasons why people are coming out of the woodwork is women are now getting emboldened, uh, whereas before they felt that they had to take it. Right. All right. So uh, now I don't know the details about this guy. That's uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Stan. Uh, the, the, Stanley. The, Stanley. That's right. Yeah, okay. Without him, without him, there would have been no Spider-Man, no Credible Hulk, no Fantastic Four, no Iron Man. None of that shit. He's the creator of all of it. And whether you whether you follow the comics world just or not, same with it. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> without him, there would be none of those. Well, there would right, be right, this Marvel movies been coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it would have been life-changing if he hadn't have done that. I mean, no. I mean, we'd all got it wrong just fine, but still, right. it brought some form of art to the world. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, I, I have no idea what that – I did hear that, but I don't know the details. So I don't know how long ago this was supposed to have happened or anything else. But um, – yeah, that uh, uh, this thing going on with women is uh, pretty intriguing to me. Um, I, I've had some conversations with a lot of women in the business community, a lot of them millennials, a lot of them older. And what's amazing to me is they, they seem virtually unanimous in that men behave badly quite often. 
Uh, and we're not talking about womanizing. Womanizing is 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 kind of a different thing. A womanizer. Yeah, true. That's just a, a guy that goes out with a lot of women. Type of you know he just loves women and he loves sex and all that. Now I don't. You, you could argue about the moral aspects of that, but that's not hideous. Right. What is hideous is forcing yourself. Yeah, that's what they did. Uh, whether it be physically forcing yourself onto someone or 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 doing it by coercion. You know, at work, using your power and authority at work. Um, you know, that's what we're talking about here. And uh, I'm really amazed at uh, how much of that women feel. Um, it's uh, I always knew it was there. I always knew it was bad. But in having these conversations, I have to say that uh, it's a lot more prevalent than what you may believe. And uh, I so I'm very empathetic to that movement. But with that being said, I do agree that we have to have, you know, we we can't have a situation where you're guilty until proven uh, innocent. And um, uh, that leaves room for a lot of problems. Uh, that that isn't ultimately going to benefit anyone, men or women. No, if we have that. So since you mentioned it, I will bring up a James Franco. Uh, he has been accused now, this is according to NBC News, accused by five women of sexually inappropriate behavior. Now, I, I, I've heard rumblings about this before. He's been involved in some shady, I don't know what you would call it, uh, situations. I, I don't know why. Everybody's. I've I've found that these guys that are supposedly so talented and so, oh, they're so wonderful and so magnificent. Uh, I, when I start, you have a lot of animosity toward the arts, don't you? <laughs> well, because a lot of it, a lot of it's BS. I mean, let's be honest. It I don't think just anybody could do it, though. I think if anybody could do it, they could be. They would be doing it. I don't think. It, I think. It's, I think it takes some talent. It, it takes some talent, but you know what? A lot of people have that talent, and a lot of it is knowing the right people, being in the right place at the right well, that, time. Getting well, that I would argue with. Yeah, and and I, could, I, could, I could go on and on. There are some people that are extraordinarily talented. Okay. And I know this guy went and he furthered his education and he's got all these degrees in the arts and this and that and the other thing. But anytime I have noticed this, anytime just like that, it happened with um, um, uh, Tiger Woods. It happened with Lance Armstrong. When, when, when people are set up as this is somebody you should respect – this guy over here is just amazing. Oh, wow, this guy here's here. When I start hearing that, that kind of preaching, I know that it's got, that that guy's going to be a dirt ball. Yeah. Okay. And um, it, it, there's just something about the old saying that is somebody is too good to be true. Okay. I and here again, I wouldn't. I'm not saying I'm. I would convict somebody on the basis of that. But this James Franco, all I hear about how talented he is and how wonderful he is and how artsy he is and all. Oh, he's so wonderful. Well, you know what? I, I, I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this dude. Now, I could be all wrong. He might be the, an angel sent from sent from heaven for you there, Shane. Okay. Uh, but I'm I just, not that I, huge a fan of James just Franco. Don't, I'll don't be honest. Dig him. 
I don't, I mean, okay, that's I don't, my own I'm not a, I'm not that huge a I fan of about the situation. But I've, I've had a bad feeling about him for a long time. So, okay, so hey, with that being said, hey. said well, what's that? Earl and Tony the Tiger said, "Hey, <laughs> oh, cool." cool. Uh, I mean, Fantastic. I'm not saying I'm not a huge James Franco fan. I mean, he's done some stuff I thought was okay. I liked Pineapple Express for you know natural reasons, but it was but other but other than that, I'm not like a huge fan of him. But uh, yeah. So as far as that part goes, I mean, there's that. But I don't really look at a person's personal life. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people do. Now I'm not wanting nobody that's a rapist. Now I'm not talking about like that. Yeah, but, yeah of uh, course. But um, when it comes to an act, people as actors or musicians or whatever the case may be, in my opinion, I don't. First of all, I don't look at them as heroes. They're not heroes. They're oh, just people. No. They're just people that I, I admire because of their talent. And then all the only thing I look at is I look at their background, where they've come from. People that have come from nothing and became something that inspires me. Absolutely, but, sure. but as but as far as me thinking they're heroes and are better than me, better than me, no, I don't think so. I had a lot more respect for the people that maybe from thirty years ago, thirty forty years ago, the actors and the musicians, people uh, of of that time period. Um, it, it seems like today. Everybody is a manufactured celebrity. Um, they are they are corporate products. They are um, commodities that are to be bought and sold. And um, I, I don't know, you know, it's it's who's your mommy, who's your daddy. You know, they, they're they're all celebrities for the sake of celebrity state, sake. Right now, there 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 are some very very talent, and I I. I've known a few. There's there's a, a, a lot of talented people out there. There's actually there's a lot of talented people in Cleveland. Oh, I think yeah. the, I think the Cleveland uh, film industry is one of the unspoken secrets in the country right now. Uh, there's a lot of talented people up there, and um, so the, you know I, I enjoy artisans. I, I enjoy people. Um, a good example of, and I have not been necessarily a big fan of this band, but I have total respect for Rush. Okay. Oh yeah. It's a group of guys that are the real deal. I mean, those guys are, are the best of the best in terms of musicians and no bullshit. Okay. There's no star ish type, uh, halo around them. They, they were just really good musicians. All right. And unfortunately, people like that are the exception now. They're not the rule. And uh, I, I, I just, you know, listening to those Golden Globes. Now, I understand that Oprah gave a very wonderful speech and I'm gonna, I'll get to that in a minute. Right. Um, these are these are people that, um, for the most part, have very naive assertions about what the world is and, and how it works. Very, very, uh, very, very naive. And in regard to Oprah, I like Oprah. Uh, I believe she's, you know, she lives in the real world. And like you were saying, she, she, you know, she's a self-made woman. And I have a lot of, obviously, props to her. Very talented. Very good speaker. And I I, I would say that everything she said in that speech is 100% correct. But when it gets to... 
but when getting getting to running for president, here's my issue with celebrities, and this yeah. this is this I is agree. the thing too. Trump Trump was a celebrity, and uh, professional entertainers, it's their job to make you feel good. Okay, which is what Oprah can do very well. She can stand up and, and for five minutes make you feel all warm and fuzzy and, you, you know, you get all those wonderful, sweet, loving feelings in your stomach and you just want to go out and give somebody a big hug. <laughs> okay, and that's great. That, that's great. But the fact of the matter is, is that you need statesmen to run a country. Okay, because no matter how, how you make somebody feel good, no matter how skilled you are at that. When you start implementing policies to implement some of those feel-good policies, you're going to find out that you have to enforce them somehow. You have to pay for them somehow. And all of a sudden, those feel-good words don't mean anything anymore. And I, I, I would go as far to say that I blame the public. There was a time when what you would call the collective wisdom of our country would never have elected a reality TV star to president of the United States. It wouldn't have happened. And that's nothing. I don't care how much you like Trump. Even I'm old enough to remember when Reagan came on the horizon. A lot of his critics said, well, you know, he's just an actor in those B movies. And that wasn't fair because he was involved in politics for decades, decades. He was governor of California before he ran for president of the United States. Acting was just something that he did along the line just like anybody else who had a career or a hobby and, and or I'm anything. not trying to be and I'm not trying to be mean, but it was pretty damn shitty at it. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> he never took just to be honest as an actor. I mean, he he was he was never going to compare himself to Lawrence Olivier. Right. You know, he, he was serious about policy, though. He was serious about government. He, he was something that uh, he took a lot of pride in, whether you like him or not. And he was a serious statesman. And we do not have that anymore. Yeah, I mean, all of our all of even uh, President Obama, you spent some time in Congress. And a lot, he, the knock on him was he wasn't experienced enough. Well, we just ushered uh, Trump in there. And now we're right back to that with all this talk about Oprah. And I, 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 you know, you could make the argument, well, she's a better person than Trump. All right, that's fine. But she still is not a statesman. No. And, and statesmen, here's the thing about statesmen. And here's what, here's what I said about the public. Statesmen are boring people. Okay. Bernie Sanders, not that exciting. All right. Uh, John he Kasich. pretty excited. Yeah. John Kasich, you know, yeah, he, uh. he what he. It's about he doesn't have a bunch of one-liners. You really to examine what John Kasich says. You have to examine the nuance of what he's saying and listen to him. And people don't have patience for that. No, uh-uh. they don't have patience for it. They want the, the 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 reality guy. You're fired up there, okay? Or, or you know, went over to stand in front of Congress and say, "Look under your seat. You got a new car." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and um, so, I just now caught I, that. <laughs> That's good. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is is that nothing against Oprah, but I would really like the Democrats to come up with a really impressive statesman. You know. Somebody who has a lot of credentials and has done a lot for his state and, and is, is got a lot of good ideas. And I hope that we have a public three years from now or whenever it is that understands that there are going to be no easy solutions. 
Okay, these one-liners and these uh, taglines, just do it, works great for Nike. It doesn't work for a, a country of 330 million people. You're going to have to come up with some very complex, hard decisions about what needs to be done. And I hope we have the right person, and I hope we have a public that, whether you're right or left, examines all of the candidates very carefully and you educate yourself as to what the issues are what the solutions are going to have to be and you get your information from someplace else other than facebook and some half-assed podcaster like me okay right anyway you ain't half-assed man put your whole heart into it that ain't half-assed hey did you hear what trump said today shit what was it today i probably hadn't heard it today i don't think i looked at the news too this is uh, social media just exploded over this, and uh, a lot of these newscasters now—they're—they're they're getting as dramatic as a lot of these actors that you like. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're getting our newscast today." And uh, if your kids are in the living room, you might want to ask them to leave. I never—I never believed that uh, at the top of a newscast, I would have to warn my audience to get the kids out of the room because of something the president of the United States said. I mean, that's exactly how they preface this. Okay. Oh, good. They were talking about um, uh, immigration today, and they were trying to come up with a deal um, with uh, both houses of Congress and some kind of a new game plan here for the Dreamers and all this other stuff. And um, I don't know the details here, but they were talking about some provisions for certain northern African countries and also Haiti. Okay. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Trump said something like, um, why is it, wait, 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 where did I have the, I, let me see if I have the exact quote here. This, this is a doozy here. Um, he was saying that, uh, why are we always having people coming in from these shithole countries? <laughs> oh my God. He said this. What he said. Uh, oh, again, oh God, help me, Jesus! How Why are we in having hell? How in the uh, hell would a president yeah, yeah, that, ever say anything yeah. like that? Uh, the, the, it went something like this: They were discussing immigration from 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 these countries, and he asked, "Why would America want immigrants from all these shithole countries?" And that the United States should have more people coming in from places like Norway is what he said at this meeting today. So uh, I guess obviously the uh, Twitter and everything else just blew up over this. God, I can't believe he said that. He is the biggest dumbass. I have ever seen for president when it comes to running his damn mouth. Well, you know, in essence, I'm not defending him in any shape or form. But a lot of conservatives do point out that we're always the last refuge of all these places that are in trouble. You know, if you're a refugee or whatever, and that's fine. But just like a a company, if you have a very um, uh, successful company, you're always you got headhunters out there. You know, you're going to try to find the best people. And if you have to, you're going to steal them from your competition. Why don't we do that? You know what? Why don't we go after 
some of the 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 doctors and the physicists and and all the people like that throughout the world why don't we get some of them coming here as well and maybe if he would have put it in that context uh it might be a little bit more understandable although i would willing to I'd be willing to bet a lot of people have issue with what i just said um but oh, yeah. uh but 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 I I do believe that's a valid point that a lot of conservatives have, is we don't go after very productive people to come into this country like Einstein and <laughs> sort of people. Right. Um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. It was a terrible way to make the comment, and I don't know what he meant by it or what was behind it. But anyway, I kind of figured you were going to get a kick out of that one. Yeah. So. I couldn't believe that. That's just Jesus. Shithole countries. Yeah, yeah, shithole countries. Wow, Lord have mercy. I hope he don't have to visit there anytime fucking soon. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> ass piece of shit, man. I, I'm sorry. I just got nothing for that fucker. I, I don't even like to look at him anymore. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, he ain't sold me at all. And it's pretty bad. This is not, and then we'll go to the, and then you continue. i got to mention this since it kind of segues into the show. Oh, as everybody knows, I work at the deli, so it's pretty bad that everything's gotten so fucking political that this guy wants two pounds of American cheese today because we got it on sale for three dollars a pound. He goes to get it, and he goes, "Yeah, I just love that American cheese," and I, for me, I hate it. It's the most processed right, right. cheese there is. It's processed mostly. There's very little cheese in fucking American cheese, and. He gets two pounds of it, and he says that, and I'm sitting there thinking, you dumbass. I said, I guarantee he voted for Trump. <laughs> that was the first damn thing out of my mind. I didn't say it to him, but that's what well, I he might have liked the Swiss cheese. Because yeah. Of Trump's, you know, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Swiss yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, on a lighter yeah. note, hey, have you tried out um, one of these um, Amazon Echoes or a Dot or anything like that? Have you tried that out yet? Not yet, but I'm thinking about getting one and I get my taxes back. I ain't sure yet. Okay, I, I got a dot over the holidays. Um, they were very affordable. And actually, my, my stepdaughter and I traded. She and I both <laughs> got each other the same thing. And uh, at that time, they were really discounted. I, I'm pretty sure they're around 50 bucks now, but over the holidays, they had them around 30 And uh, uh, one of the reasons why I was kind of curious to get it is, is I'll spare you all the details on this, but I'm, I'm working in conjunction with a, another company. And I, I can't say that I'm working, but I'm associated with another company that's um, developing what are called skills. And what these skills are, what he wants to do is professionally write code and programs that are uh, customized to businesses so that uh, you can ask, for example, you can say, hey, Alexa, give me the sales reports in the Western region uh, for the last quarter. And it'll go through your software the way they have this written and, and will give you that information. Okay, that's his business is customizing these skills for Alexa. So now that I've been doing some things with him, I'm getting curious as to how it works and everything. So I uh, I, uh, um, I I got one and, and, and it is kind of cool. You know, every once in a while, my, my wife drives a lot for work and she'll often say the, the day before, what's the weather supposed to be like tomorrow? And it's pretty cool to say, hey, Alexa, uh, what's the weather like for Canton, Ohio or Akron, Ohio or whatever? And it, and, and it tells you. It tells you what the temperature is, tells you what the forecast is. You know, it's kind of cool. I, I kind of like that. 
Um, a lot of people have concerns about privacy because a lot of, a lot of people are are, are uh, you know saying, well, how do you know that thing isn't listening to you all the time? And I would agree that is a concern. If you're really concerned, you can just turn it off when you're not using it. Yeah. But uh, what uh, what I would say to that is, in this day and age, everybody in your pocket, you're carrying around a phone. That thing knows where you are all the time, okay? As a matter of fact, if you get arrested, they can retrace your steps going back weeks and weeks, all right? Um, that thing, That thing in your pocket is a potential listening device. It is a potential hidden camera. Okay, we could we could go on and on about this. The the smart television in in your living room is a potential monitoring device. The webcam on your laptop is a potential listening device. So unless you're going to remove all of these things from your life, you know, you just have to take a certain amount of risk, I, I would say, in quotation marks, that anytime you, you use a device like this, you're taking a risk uh, of some of your privacy being lost. But with that being said, I believe the home automation applications of this thing is, is really cool. For example, you can, a, hey, Alexa, turn on the lights, turn off the lights when you go to bed. Um, I'm sure that uh, when you get into the finer points of programming this thing, you can not only have Alexa wake you up at a certain time if you have to go to work, whatever, but you could conceivably have this thing programmed um, depending on how, how how advanced you want to get into this uh, technology. You could have it turn on the lights for you in the morning and all this, all this other type of stuff, so it's pretty cool. But anyway, the reason that I'm getting into this is, as you know, the CES show – He's out in Las Vegas in January, and I've actually been to that show several times. And, and uh, quite frankly, I went with companies, and uh, I'm going to be very honest with you. What the CES show is for most companies is an excuse to go to Vegas and party. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what about all that shit That's is. pretty much what it is. They'll have a convention and, for about an hour each day, and, and the rest of the time, do what the hell you want. Yeah, and uh, I would go to these uh, classes and stuff during the day, and I would meet with vendors and stuff. And quite frankly, uh, a lot of the stuff that I was interested in at that time, it was high-end audio products. Um, you know, it, that was such a very small sliver of what was out there. And quite frankly, uh, just a lot of it was junk. I mean, just – I can't even begin to tell you, Shane, how big this this thing is. I mean, it's enormous, Okay. And uh, you can walk and walk out there for days and not just see and, – and just a lot of it's just plain old junk. But there's there's always some things out that come out of that show that are really, really cool. Hmm. You know, there's there's different technologies and, and, and things like that. And I happened to run across this. And the reason I was talking about Alexa and the home automation is get this. At the CES show, they are showing – it's made by uh, Kohler. Kohler's new toilet, which is set to be available later this year, you, <laughs> you oh can god. now ask Alexa to flush the toilet. Oh my god, how fucking lazy are we getting? <laughs> Son of a bitch. This toilet, okay, uh, is going to be over five grand. Uh, five yeah, grand. Uh, I think I can use my hand. I'll be fine. Fuck that. <laughs> Lex can do so. Hell, she can, for five grand, she better blow me. 
That's fucking crazy as hell. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not, not going to get too deep into that subject, but I will say this. I, I don't know that, it, you know, I was in electronics for many, many years. I was in the retail side of it, the consumer side of it for many, many years. And if I had a dime for somebody asking me, this isn't going to be another VHS and beta, is it? I don't want to buy something. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, first of all, that whole thing, that, that that's 30 years ago now. Get over it. And second of all, those VHS and, and videotape as a whole was a viable medium for decades, decades. Okay, it, it stayed in place for a long time. There's nothing to complain about. But that whole controversy about beta and, and VHS, you know, beta support, uh, had the better format, but VHS uh, became the mainstay. Um, and then there was high-speed internet. Why? W- d- d- some there was a force behind high-speed internet. All right, and then there was d- the development of of what became DVD. Now I could go on and on and on, but do you know what force, what influence was behind the development and the the success of certain formats? I'll tell you right now what it was. It was the porn industry. Oh well. Okay, now uh, that those I legends get it. over, the, the, those legends get overblown because, especially people that champion the porn industry, they weren't the only influence, but they were a significant one because, especially with rentals, with 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 uh, rentals, when the, when when the porn industry went VHS, okay, VHS machines started getting purchased, blank VHS tapes started getting purchased, and pretty soon they infiltrated the market. Right. And they were, you know, with video streaming, I'll tell you right now, it was the porn industry. You know, I could go on and on with this. And oh, I'm really curious as to what's happening now with some of these higher technologies like virtual reality. What's going to happen with porn? Oh, <laughs> God. Gonna, can you get – it's going to give a whole new meaning to fucking cover. Okay, that's going to be a whole new meaning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, – uh, so yeah, you know it's got it's going to happen. What's that? You know what's going to happen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If and it ain't happening, if, if it didn't the, happen already, oh, I would guess it has. I'm sure there's prototypes out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, as soon as that technology starts to become more affordable for the end user, um, my guess is is that you're going to start seeing that stuff pretty darn quick. Yeah, it's oh, going to yeah. start happening pretty darn quick. So. Uh, and, you know, and, and what else I'll tell you about the CES show. For a long time, the CES show was at the same time that the porn industry had their Academy Awards out in Vegas. And uh, Yeah. And uh, I, I was actually out there a few I mean, I met a few of them. I mean, I didn't, like, hang out with them or anything. But, uh, right. you know, they'd be outside. And, yeah, and, I believe you, Billy. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> had to pull up their skirts and everything else, man. It was nuts. And uh, and if you've never been to one of those big trade shows out in Vegas, I got to tell you, I mean, everybody's in tune to it, okay? Because obviously, all the local restaurants, all the local this and that, they they know who's coming into town and that that's a source of their income. So this right. applies to all the women that are out there and everything else, you know. And in the evenings, you know, everybody goes to the strip clubs and everything else when you're out there at those shows. And everybody knows about, are you here for CES? Yeah. And, you know, they start talking about it. 
And as a matter, <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I was out there, and and I did not know this, but some of the people that I was associated with from Ohio took my picture out there. <laughs> oh wow! So you know, it was like a year later. These things turn up at work, you know, and everybody's like, "So this is what you were doing out there, Bill?" <laughs> so, oh yeah, wow! It's fun. It was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, My and, brother, he uh, went out to he went out to L.A. a few years ago, and uh, right. he ended up winding up going to one of them parties. Uh-huh. And I won't go into all the details, but he showed some interesting video. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't involved. He wasn't right, doing right, anything, right. but they, it was a crazy party. And, it, and one of the parties he went to was the uh, guy that did the score for the Transformers movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's but, cool. Yeah, I had a, a lot of fun out there uh, during the CES show, but I got to tell you, uh, for me anyway, practically speaking, uh, it isn't really worth going uh, because of the fact that it, there's just so much stuff out there that has nothing to do with whatever industry you're in. Um, and I, I know that uh, a lot of the people that I've known that, that have gone over there uh, through the years have backed off the last couple of years. There's other specialty shows throughout the year that are more relevant to audio and, and, and other things. Uh, you know, obviously, there's a run for radio and all that. And if you're into those fields, you're better off going to those smaller niche things around the country. CES, like I said, is just... It's the most commercial thing that you can ever imagine, and, and there's so many people out there. I mean, I don't know how many tens of thousands or, or what, but it's just an enormous amount of people. It's one of the biggest shows that I'm aware of next to the Home and Garden Show. So, I mean, it's wow. just, yeah, it's 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 enormous. Before we wrap up uh, the show here, um, we talked a lot about a, fun, a lot of fun things today, and that's really great. But I, I believe that it, it is worth mentioning because these people are going through some really uh, bad times. But uh, the mudslides in California yeah. are uh, just absolutely horrible. I don't know if you've uh, caught some of the video. It's just amazing to me that that much mud can just let loose all at once. Yeah. yeah you, you know, you hellacious shit. Uh, you know, people getting killed, people missing, uh, and uh, it, it, it looks, it, I mean, it's almost like an avalanche, except it's dirt. You know, it's mud. Right. That's pretty much what it is, an avalanche of mud. Uh, I, I don't understand how it holds together and then just, then that much of it holds together and then lets loose all at once. You would, I don't know, it seems like logically speaking, you would expect it to just kind of ooze down slowly as it becomes loose i don't know you know how it yeah i I mean do they get that much rain yeah i guess it was pouring pouring (laughs) yeah it it has to be it has to be like some real real heavy downpours for it to get that bad and it must soak up and saturate the ground pretty quick yeah because uh i don't know what their particular i don't know what their soil is like i mean uh georgia that wouldn't happen because we got clay Oh, okay. See, we have Georgia clay, like pottery and shit's made out of, and uh, it's real red dirt, and it's really it's really caked like a cake. So it'd be it'd take a hell of a lot of rain for anything like that to happen. I'm talking about probably never would happen, right? To come to that extent, but yeah, I feel for those people, man, losing their homes and losing some of them losing family members and shit. That's awful. 
Oh, it's terrible. And they've really been uh, getting hit with a lot of stuff out there. I mean, there was the, the drought, and they had the fires. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's uh, it's really amazing. It, uh, it seems uh-huh. like the hurricanes and everything are much worse than what they used to be. I don't mean, maybe that's just me, but uh, they are. They are. it seems like the natural disasters here over the past couple of years um, have really been acute, to say the least. Yeah, to me, it seems the same way. I agree. Uh, well, anyway, I, I've, I've said ahead. it on here before. I don't understand why people would want to live in California. I don't mind going to visit, but if living there, if it ain't mudslides, earthquakes, <laughs> and you know, uh, forest fires, I mean, and right. it's, yeah, I just don't. I'm not against it. I mean, for people, some people, you know, that's their home, and that's great. Sure. But I'm just, I'm just sure. saying, I couldn't do it. Right. Well, while we got about five minutes left, um, you said Earl's listening. I know that you want to talk about the the SKO radio, uh, and uh, we're pumping that out because uh, it's a good group good group of people up there. Uh, well, it's where you're at. It's up there for me. For me. Right. Right. But uh, uh, SKO radio, and you can uh, it's, it's SKO radio dot com. Is that correct? And they're yeah. live now. Yeah, okay. that's right. And uh, you can find them on Twitter at SKO Radio Network, I believe. And um, they're going to hear later in January, uh, 1st of February, they should be rolling. They are going to be an internet radio um, service. A little different than a, a podcasting. I mean, they're going to have podcasts available, but this is going to be, you know, live programming. And uh, just like a radio station, except it's not terrestrial, it's going to be online. And uh, you, DJ Sugar Shane, you're going to have a show. Now, what is your show called again? Freak Show. Freak Show. Okay. And uh, it's just pretty much a laid back show. Um, I'm not going to get so – it's going to be a show different from this one, so I don't think you're going to get like – a rehash show of this because it's not even i mean we probably won't even point on touch base on any topic that we touch base on on this show okay um, cool. it's not going to be a political show it's going to be and the only way politics will come into place is if i decide to do like uh donald trump's dumbest ass tweets of the week or something <laughs> like that but as far yeah. as me getting into the tax reform and shit that's not going to happen um very unlikely uh we're going to do like well, we'll talk about movies, we'll talk about music, we'll talk about whatever's happening in pop culture, uh, we'll talk about uh, the, the weird-ass news that happens, the dumb right. shit, now, stuff that's now what, funny. What, uh, what day of the week it's, is it going to be for you? Tuesday night, 7 to 10. Okay, and that's Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. to to 10, did you say? Yes, Okay, and that's going to be Eastern Standard Time. Right. And being being that it's internet radio, it could be any time depending on where and when it's being listened to. Right. So, um, you know, obviously out in California or someplace like that, it's going to be what uh, four o'clock in the afternoon when that starts. So. Right. 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 So, so hey, we always. If you got your internet hooked in your car, you need a ride home. Listen to a good show. Tune in. We'll be your ride well, you know, home. Getting back to uh, the Alexa and all that, uh, you know, standalone streaming devices in the home, I believe, is going to be great for podcasting, and it's going to be great for internet radio. And uh, that's becoming more and more common in automobiles now. So uh, internet-enabled cars, I believe, are going to give a a much bigger audience to podcasters and internet radio people because, uh, obviously, you can just ask your dashboard. Hey, uh, turn on uh, SKO Radio, 
and right. it's going to come on, you know? <laughs> so. Exactly. It's going to happen. Yeah, I've, 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 I think it's within, uh, I'd say, no more than two to three years that that's going to end know, up I, happening. I'm, I'm going to say that uh, it, it's coming on fast, man. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, and I'm being generous coming. by saying two to three years. It could be. that The technology to do it's there now. I get it. But um, yeah. it's just a matter of mass producing it and doing it at a price that's affordable. What is your it. What is your opinion as that starts to happen? What, what do you think is going to happen with um, uh, satellite radio? Because that's that's where car radio is, is really big. So what do you think is going to happen with that once people can, uh, you know, live stream it right, right, in the, right on their dashboard? It may affect satellites some, but um, I don't think it'll affect it overall because satellite programming is still totally different from Internet programming and podcasting okay. as far as I'm concerned. I mean, if you listen to Sirius, yes, it's got its uh, constant playing of music and all, but when it goes to a break for real quick for a commercial or whatnot, it still has that terrestrial radio feel. Okay, okay. And um, I'm not saying, but it's not as free to me as internet radio is. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't, but as far as to listen to music and you know your Garth channels and your Howard Stern channels, I think that the people still will be tuning into that. So I don't think it'll kill it. I just, it may affect it some. Yeah. But oh, I can't imagine it, I can't imagine being a, a media personality f uh, with radio and, and and not having an internet thing being getting lined up right now as oh, we yeah, speak. You gotta, yeah, <laughs> you, you got to be doing it now. It should have been yeah, done yeah. like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. it's cuz it's, it's coming that quick, you're right. Well, I know we're, we're about out of time. Yeah, we're about out of time. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say I'll, I'll hand it over to you and let you close it out. That's about it. If you ain't got nothing, man, I uh, wish everybody a great weekend. Be safe. I was telling Christina the other day we're going to be sitting on the porch one of these days we're talking to our grandkids about the blizzard of 18. So y'all get ready for it. It's coming this weekend. <laughs> this weekend. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, try to stay warm. Stay safe if you got to drive. If you don't have to, don't do it. We'll be back Monday night at 10 o'clock. I'll have a show for us. With that being said, peace out. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.